Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. And welcome to episode 53 of the Kaiju Cast, a bi-monthly podcast that's 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rubber-suited foes. My name is Kyle. Sitting with me here at the audio console and in our makeshift studio at the Kaiju Cast HQ is Mrs. Heather, Br- <laughs> Heather Brask. I it's messed up your name. It's a good start. We're uh, three minutes into the show already. <laughs> uh, and this is the first episode of the month of march for 2012 and uh like i said episode 53 we are uh, gonna have more of a conversational episode uh this time and we've got some co- some topics that were posed on facebook and we're gonna just kind of talk about those and uh, move into some local events and of course as always we're gonna start the start the evening off with some music from the godzilla verse and um i also asked on facebook if anybody had any requests and so this first one which is rodan from Asso, or Asso, uh takes care of the request for both oh no not both for butch curtis and idol i don't know how to say that name sorry man uh this is rodan from Asso from ghidra the three-headed monster Thank you. 
And there you have the music requests for this month. Let's go over those, shall we? Indeed. Uh, so the first one, like I said, was um, actually all of these, like I said, were from Facebook. And uh, I don't do that a lot, actually. Just kind of every once in a while. Let's uh, see. Butch and Curtis and Idil. I'm not sure how to say that. Yeah, name. I meant to. I meant to ask you to show me that name while we were listening to music, so I could see if I could figure it out. Anyway, uh, the three of them. Somebody said music from Gidra the Three-Headed Monster. Somebody said music from Rodan, and somebody said uh, Rodan's theme. I think so. That's what we played. Rodan from Also. I also don't know how to say that name. Yeah. I am very curious though, because yeah, I've, man, I've not seen it before. I so apologies. I dig. Sir. I dig the spelling. I like it. Uh, and then the following track was Godzilla versus Angulus. That was from uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla by Masaru Sato, and that was for Tristan. And then that uh, was followed by Underwater Search in Shibuya slash Godzilla in the Trench by Michiro Oshima from Godzilla X Megaguirus. That was for Bill. Good old Bill Bossert. Sha, sha, shabuya. Shabuya. And uh, then uh, the last song in the mix was Get King Ghidra. <laughs> Science! Uh, Get King Ghidra by Akira Ifukube from Godzilla vs. King Ghidra. That was for Ryan. For those of you that don't know, sneezing when you have headphones on causes them to fall off your head. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and move into our topics o discussion for this uh, episode. I I basically said on Facebook, you know, I have I have some things I want to talk about, but what do you guys want to hear us talk about for this episode? Unfortunately, and then we mostly ignored those and decided to go with what we wanted. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, not true. No, no. There's a lot of really good ones, and I yes. thank you guys for posting them. Yes. Um, unfortunately, Jeff is not here tonight. Right. Um, if he was here, we would probably be diving into a couple of other ones. We are definitely not going to get to all of the requests discussion requests but we um we Topic threw up um, yeah yeah exactly topic ideas we threw some some up on the board and so we are going to uh kick those off right now um and these are these first two are actually ones that heather and i wanted to talk about yes the first one being that there's this new show on the sci-fi channel which I guess is called Siffy now. Uh, and uh, it's called Monster Man. And it's a reality TV show, but it is, um, it's pretty awesome. I watched the first episode and it's, uh, it focuses on this dude named Cleve Hall and he, um, and his family and yeah, office, yeah, office workers or, and, ex-wife is that right is she like yeah, a business yeah. partner is that the deal exactly yeah okay. i think it says like ex-wife and the Daughters. daughter that they had together and there's another daughter oh, too okay uh and they had to in this first episode i am not going to talk about every episode that happens on the kaiju cast i just wanted to you don't you don't want to do it last time on monster man <laughs> i'm not going to live tweet the episodes either <laughs> um so actually it's so disappointed oh so sorry but it's uh, not gonna happen the um the deal is that he he makes monsters for Hollywood, and so this show looks to be, um, yeah, I would say this show looks like it would be a great match for anybody who likes giant monster movies. Not just because in like the trailer sort of intro, it shows him building sort of a giant monster suit at some point, like a like a kaiju suit, um, but also because Cleve 
is the dude who built the Godzilla and the Ghidra suits for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. If anybody remembers that. That's super nerdy. It's uh it's a little bit nerdy, yeah. Yeah. You know, we can deal with it. No, that's that's pretty fantastic. He uh he does he does a bunch of stuff with like music and TV shows too. Like I guess he's done he's done stuff for Kiss and he built like Gene Simmons armor that he wear you know his i i don't there's a name for it i'm sure yeah, i'm sure that does not surprise me at right. all yeah and uh, and he's done something for tenacious d too which maybe you could oh snap i didn't right. know about that yeah that's I, cool i don't know what i just saw that tenacious d was listed under his uh, accredited bands that he's worked with so his resume exactly yeah um well i watched the first episode i was i was highly entertained i was more entertained by um, the process that they build these um, prosthetics and the first episode, they had to make a conjoined twin sort of effect on these two twins who were not actually Siamese twins. And um, that that was pretty cool. And they had to do a two-headed shark for, I don't even know what the name of it was. It's it's I think it's one of those, um, this for the asylum. So it's the same people that mm, make like... Yeah, yeah. Crocosaur versus right. Mega Python and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I guess this is a natural fit that he's doing the show on Sci-Fi because it looks like he's, it looks like he's done work with them on some of their fantastic films. Yeah, I so we watched the show last night and it was cool. And when I say we, I don't mean me and Heather. Nope. Um, but uh, it was it was fun to watch, and I'm definitely interested in watching more of them. So. Oh, he seems like he seems like he's probably a pretty a pretty cool kooky guy so probably ripe for reality television pickings there i would i would agree with that and and he's a godzilla fan too right. so congratulations Un- yes to cleave Un- unlike clint eastwood who doesn't seem appropriate for reality television but that's apparently happening too is it yeah, yeah. that's a bummer man right that's a bummer. Anyway, uh, didn't mean to bring things down. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's switch gears. Let's keep it going. Right. So uh, there's another TV show that uh, I had never heard of before. Heather pointed it out to me. It yes. is called Frankenhole. Yeah, Mary Shelley's Frankenhole to be is okay the, is the full title. So that's the title. Yeah, Mary Shelley didn't write Frankenhole. No. Okay. Okay. No, but it's you know obviously Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which is you know Doctor Frankenstein is our main character of the show. But it is uh, Frankenhole because he is a immortal uh, time traveling. Um, Franken Frankenhole is what he calls the the uh, wormholes, if you will, that he's created that can oh. bring. Yeah, Kyle hasn't watched any of it. No, yet. It's a, I haven't watched a single episode. It's a, yet. It's a very it's a very strange show. It's a, it's a very strange show, but it's a lot of fun. And they stop motion. Stop motion. And they bring all sorts of monsters and ghoulies and, you know, uh, all your classic film monsters. You know, you've got your, you've got your werewolf, you've got your Dracula. You've, there's even, there's a, I, I believe it was in the first season that they had a, uh, an appearance from the original Nosferatu. Huh. And he didn't, he didn't speak at all. He held up silent film cards. Okay. Instead of talking. Well, that's cool. And, I mean, uh, it, it looks really awesome. Yeah, it's very odd. Speaking. Right, it's very odd. It's definitely adult. It's on. It's on the Adult Swim lineup. Um, it is definitely not for the chillins. Um, 
you know, I, I forewarned Kyle on that when he said that he was checking it out. I said, probably not for Tiger, but that's gotcha. for you to you to determine. But, you know, for those of us that have the ability to buy beer or, uh, you know, rent cars, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, <laughs> yes, rent cars. Yes, that's a sign <clears throat> of adulthood, right? You can... You, yeah. you buy beer and then you rent a car. Right, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was the step that I meant. But, um, but they're... They air Sunday nights on Adult Swim at, I believe, 12.15. And this this Sunday is their um, high... High Rallyus. High Rallyus, yes. High Rallyus episode. And, and so, like I said before, uh, like I mentioned very briefly, that this is a stop-motion show. And so, this is a Godzilla-like episode of this show. And I've actually got the some of the audio queued up here. See if I can actually get it to work. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh no! Look up the roll! I clutch you wrong time! <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so sorry. while the show <laughs> while the show is a uh, while the show is stop motion for the rest of the episodes this particular episode features a very 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 Godzilla like creature Named Hyralius, I guess, <laughs> and uh, it's all shot in like live action style, and it's it's actually pretty cool um, looking, at least. And I have to say, they did a really great job on the on the effects for you know what it is. And right. I'm looking forward to seeing it, but it, it's a little it's well, Adult Swim, so right. it's a little on the racy side, I guess. Well, and so so how this all played out was. I I I always I always watch Adult Swim at night. I we we always have it. It stays on. It stays on all night. And uh, while we while we sleep, penetrating our dreams and thoughts and all all of that. And uh, and at some point there between wakefulness and sleepy time, uh, I saw commercial for it. And you know, I was only sort of half paying attention, and then realized what was happening. And so told myself, must remember to tell Kyle. We must speak about this on the next show. And then I promptly forgot. And then I told Kyle that there was something that I was going to tell him, but I couldn't remember what it was. And I told myself that I needed to remember, and that was why it was even more irritating. And then it came back to me. And so I just sent him uh, what I thought was the link to the schedule for the show, but I guess I'd send him more than that because I'm cleverer than I think I am. But uh, but then he got back to me and was like, well, isn't it a little, uh, <laughs> little racist? And I was like, what? Did I did I miss something? And he's like, "Did you watch it?" <laughs> like, um, I actually only saw the commercial the one time that I was only sort of paying attention to it, and then I remembered it later and just sent it to you without watching again. So, uh, so the thing that we that we haven't touched on, and maybe you guys are familiar with him, and I'm going to try and say his name without messing it up here, yeah. but it's um, Dino Stamatopoulos is okay. the uh, is the creator. And I may be butchering his name, but he also did Moral Oral, and Kyle knows him from Community. Yeah, he plays Starburns on Community, so right. if you watch that show. He also did um, TV Funhouse, which originated with SNL, mm-hmm. and then branched off onto its own, and he's written for a bunch of other stuff as well, Mad TV and SNL, obviously. And um, But so he's got he's got a very twisted sense of humor, and he's very satirical, so... I really, I don't think, I think he was making fun of things, making fun of themselves. I don't think that he's actually, 
you know, I, I don't, he has never struck me as I, I'm not going to defend him, but like, no, no. And I, but you know, we just played a, you to defend right. Him, we but, just played a clip that, you know, some people might hear that and go, what are they doing yeah. playing this? But like, it's all very tongue in cheek. And yeah, I and mean, I the, have, it's, I have high hopes for, I have high hopes for the episode. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a funky, funny show and I have high hopes for this episode. I think it's pretty awesome that they're bringing in a giant monster as opposed to just sticking to the classics. Yeah, and this thing, I mean, it looks like Godzilla with a horn on his nose and one of those Chinese hats. It's an Asian style hat. Right, the traditional um, rice paddy to keep the sun yeah, yeah. and everything off of you while you're in the in the fields and that. And so. it, is a, it is a suit. I mean, the dude is smashing buildings. He and, is, and, and cars uh, and bridges. and Yeah, it looks pretty cool. So, uh, and I'm not going to talk too much about <laughs> How he's you know swapping out the R's and the L's because that's uh, that's what it is. But it's it's uh, Ken Jeong yes. is the is the name of the actor who is also on Community and um, has been in such films as The Hangover. Yes, and so he's uh, which if you've seen The Hangover, you know exactly who we're talking <laughs> about because it's the only one that he, that it could be. Yep. Uh, anyway, he is. Um, he plays all of the voices in this episode. Is that what it said? Well, he, it did say that, but from watching the commercial again after you said, uh, did you watch it? Yeah. Um, it's not really. Well, I would say that he is probably playing all of the characters. If if all of the characters are Asian, I uh-huh. think he's playing every Asian character that we have. If If any of our regular characters appear, I'm sure they're probably doing their own voices. Right Maybe. On. Maybe well, not. I'm definitely maybe gonna just, check it out. Yeah, maybe they're just letting him have free reign because he's hilarious. Because he's Ken. Yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's pretty funny. I mean, I think I I like him on Community at least. So. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, so that airs this Sunday uh, at twelve fifteen. So obviously not for the kids. But now, when you say oh. Sunday at twelve fifteen, you mean actual Sunday? Like, so if you're up Saturday night, like it's, oh. or is it like you'd have to stay up Sunday night in order to watch it? Dread. Womp, womp, womp. Okay. It comes, Check your local listings. It comes up on their calendar as Sunday the 18th. Okay. So. Technically, I would say that means that it would be. That it's going to be 15 in the morning on Sunday. So Saturday night. Yeah. Leading in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That is, that is, uh, that is the show. Frankenhole. Mary Shelley's Frankenhole. And the episode is Hyralius. Which is, I think, almost exactly how he says it. I believe so. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so those are those two items. And now we're kind of moving on to uh, another couple of things. Um, you, if you listen to the episode where Jeff and I drove up to Seattle and um, we talked about the uh, Megalon DVD and Blu-ray from, from Media Blasters getting sort of um, blocked by Toho because they, they weren't happy with something, apparently... Uh, it seems that uh, Media Blasters has plans to release a bare bones version of the movie, which I guess would just just be the movie, and not have like a bunch of extra features that then Toho has to like go through and approve or deny. Um, which I guess the thinking there is, if it's just the movie, they can't deny you from from showing the movie on the DVD. So it's kind of lame, but. Um, I know a lot of people are clamoring for this disc. I am not, but um, <laughs> that's that's just because it's not my favorite movie. Uh, and 
I talked on that episode about maybe getting Stuart Galbraith on the show so I could maybe talk to him about what what was going on with him and his um his uh extra features as commentary and so forth but I actually I think what I'll do is I'll post a link in the show notes to his website he's got his own blog and he's got a big long post about that whole thing and uh yeah I guess keep an eye on the Media Blasters Facebook page really is probably where you're going to find the most up-to-date information on that. And, uh, yeah, that is, uh, that's really all I have to say about that. Our next topic of discussion comes from David Hurd, who uh, wanted to know our thoughts on the upcoming Wrath of the Titans movie. And, uh, literally, Heather and I just watched that trailer. Um, I had not seen a trailer until I was watching the Sci-Fi Channel last night, too. Oh, really? Yeah, um, I had no idea they were making a remake. I'm I sort of distanced myself from or a from movies until sequel? I did I say remake? Yes, yeah. I meant sequel. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, I sort of distanced myself from trailers and and whatnot just because I'm weird. He, and he um, does, and it's true. <laughs> and he is. And uh, so I had no idea they were making a sequel to clash of the titans which we saw we Heather did. and i saw in the theater with uh, justin and i think that was just that it's the three of us sure Ooh. we saw it in 3d yeah and i hated it yeah i i uh did not care for it at all we we all did that was not just i mean we we sat there going hmm. man i wish we hadn't spent the extra money to see this in 3d that was never meant to have happened on this screen yeah everything looked like a bass relief it was like like a coin essentially which we're probably we're probably preaching to the choir there i'm sure some of you i'm sure some of you had the same experience we did so you know and and on top of that you had the whole liam neeson kind of phoning in the performance and i mean he was you know he was still awesome because he was still liam neeson and right but but you know so so a lot of a lot of disappointment in that film there was you know there were certainly high notes i mean the the monsters were fantastic exactly the creatures were awesome and i guess that's a perfect segue for us to talk about this movie uh lots and lots of monsters in this so i'd say where they excelled in clash of the titans is um is being replicated and improved upon for wrath of the titans lisa that's what that's how it looks um and personally I'm. I saw that, and there are a few shots in that trailer. They're like, "That's a money shot," and I am definitely in for this right. movie. Meaning, they can have my money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they can have my money. Yeah. Uh, and um, I do want to say that when I watched Clash of the Titans with Tiger here at the house, mm-hmm. um, on the big screen here, yes, it really it was in two D, not nearly as bad. I was like, "Oh, this is." Uh, this 2D version is not is is fairly watchable. You know, I can deal with it. Right. Well, and I haven't I haven't seen it again since we saw it in the theater. And you know, my my thoughts were that it could, you know, it it would greatly be improved by the lack of 3D. Yeah. And it makes me, you know, eh. I'm excited for this one, and at the same time, I'm already seeing. You know, we. Yeah. I mean, I was already saying to to Kyle because we're going to Emerald City that that's, you know, oh, it comes out comes out the day that we're heading up to emerald city but there would be a midnight showing which we could of course go to and then we would see it before 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd, I'd be up for that. It's, I just, uh, for me, going to see a movie is, um, I, I'm one of the reasons I distance myself from the movie theater and trailers and stuff is so that I, so that things aren't ruined for me. Because, mm-hmm. um, I guess things are easily ruined for me. <laughs> I have a high threshold for pain, low threshold for spoilers. And so it's fair. Um, I would be up for that. Well, and for me, it's not just, I mean, I I love trailers, but I, I understand what you're saying. And I, for me, a lot of it can be not, not so much spoilers, but just getting something hammered, you know, beating a dead horse, just having something just, you know, it's like, hey, did we already hit you in the face with this? Yeah. Let's hit you in the face yeah. with it again. Yeah. And it's like you get to the point where, you know, especially for, you know, I think for, for us where we're, you know, or at least I guess I could say for Justin and I where we're we're geeks and we're going to the cons and we're seeing we're seeing previews, you know, mm-hmm. a year to a year and a half or more before something is actually coming out. And, oh, yeah, for sure. And so then it's like you're, you know, you get to that point where you're so excited for it. And then when it actually starts really hitting in the marketing that you're going, okay, I'm kind of, I hit the, I hit the the crescendo here and I'm already coming back down the other side of it. And like, I just want it to happen already. And now I kind of don't even care if it happens or not. Cause I'm kind of just sick of you throwing it in my face and yeah. McDonald's getting behind it and the video game already being out for something that isn't even yeah. in the theaters yet. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and you know, back in my day. Um, yeah. So get, get off my lawn and all those other, all those other things that, that people make say. us sound like, old. Yeah, yeah. All of that. But but you know, but I love I love trailers, and I'm mad at that one for making me wonder: Should I see it in 3D? Because it looks like it's really for Wrath of the right. Because it looks really sharp, and it looks really, and I'm like, well, obviously, I mean, I think that the consensus with the last one was, you jerks, what yeah, did you do yeah. with that? So I can't imagine them doing it again. I think that for me, the way that I feel about 3D is that. I'm not going to go see a 3D movie unless somebody tells me you have to see this in 3D. Right. Um, and like my first thought is I'm not going to see this in 3D. Awesome. I'm, I'm that makes up my mind. Yeah, Fabulous. T- no, 2D done. for me. Good. Um, we can go see it in 2D. Yeah, Perfect. The, the, I don't know if I told you about this, but Underworld Awakening came out. That's the last movie I saw in the theater. Okay. And um, the lady and I went to go see that and specifically sought out the only theater that was showing it in 2d mm-hmm. we actually ended up we actually ended up paying more to see it in 2d than we would have to see it in 3d because we went to the living room theaters oh yeah <laughs> the cinetopia cinetopia okay and uh, it's like you know posh and we got food right, and right. beer and it was it was a lovely date but it was um it was more expensive than yeah. going to see it at the theater true true yeah um I mean, we don't want to turn this into a whole conversation about 3D movies versus no, 2D. No, I don't want to but, do that. But if I'll somebody just, wants to hit me up on that, I'm happy to talk about it on the Facebook page or something. But. Yeah. I'll just say that I personally, uh, I don't want to see 2D becoming a lost, you know, a, a lost art there because it it makes me mad because my, my sister has uh, depth perception issues and she can't see 3D movies. So yeah. when movies come out only in 3D, it makes me really angry. Well, like... Like we just said, we're not going to get into a big, long conversation about yes. it, but like Star Wars episode one just came out in 3D. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say that it was available everywhere in 3D except one theater had it in 2D and we didn't go see it because I mean, there's no difference in going to see episode one in 2D. 
at my house versus right. going to a movie theater <laughs> and seeing it. Um, so we did not go check that out. We might go check out the other ones. But anyway, there are usually some options. And I, I just implore people to go what they want to go see what they want to see. I just, you know, not a big fan of the 3D stuff. I'm especially not a fan of post-production 3D, which is exactly what Clash of the Titans was to bring it back to the movie. Uh, Regardless, Wrath of the Titans, I'm really excited about. And actually to, so I was saying something about the spoilers and, and, uh, and trailers. Um, I just saw a trailer for a movie called Cabin in the Woods, Mm -hmm. I think is what it's called. And, um, Basically, if if someone had said, Kyle, we need to go see Cabin in the Woods, it's a horror movie, I would have been like, sure, let's do it. But I watched the trailer, and it totally, like, I don't know if it really did ruin it, but I was like, oh, why are they showing that in the trailer? <laughs> like, there's this, have you seen it? Yeah, when they give away, like, the big jump moments and the big reveals and that it's kind of the thing. the big reveal, yeah, like, you're oh, going- it's, you're, it's everything is not what you think it is. Like, that's what I think you would want to reveal in the theater, right. you know? But anyway, I digress. What's our next topic here? Uh, our <laughs> next topic would be... Um, oh, speaking of uh, movies, mm-hmm. uh, we were asked um, by a couple people to talk about any potential Godzilla news, uh, American Godzilla news, and um, on, the, on the heels of that, uh, whether or not we... A think it's going to happen, and and B if if it should be the next Godzilla movie should be an American film or should be the Toho, uh, an actual Toho film, and so that's that's my next sort of topic of discussion. But because I'm running out of breath, Heather, what do you think? <laughs> do you think the American Godzilla film is going to happen now? You know, I I would. There's there's a part of me that I guess would like to see it happen because I would still like to see it done well. Oh yeah. But then there's that part of me that says, "Oh, America, you're not going to do it well. <laughs> you're just not." I just have to I just have to accept that fact and uh and and you know, but it's always that it's always that hope that oh, that you know yeah. and and Absolutely. so so I would I would love to see it happen. I don't know that it's going to. I think I went. I I kind of see it being one of those things that they keep throwing money at the idea of it, and then they go, "Wait, how much have we spent on this?" And everyone goes and pulls the brakes, and uh, and makes a run, makes a run for it, and it gets shelved for you know another decade or so before they start rumblings again. Yeah. See, I mean, the way I see it is, I would love to see a well-made Godzilla film here in America. I really do think that a CGI Godzilla can be done well. And, um, you know, design aside from the TriStar fiasco and design, and let's just say, um, well, everything with the exception of everything in the TriStar version, I don't think anybody walked out of that movie theater and went, Oh, the CGI was so bad in 1998, obviously. And so we're clearly, 14 years after that now math is my math? Friend. yes yeah yeah, yeah. oh my gosh you guys oh no. my god 14 wait 10 years after would be 2008 yes 8 plus 4 is 12 we're in 2012 <laughs> i did it right you guys i did it right i did the math in my head on the fly don't fall over his tank anyway um he's filling, flailing his arms around like an artist <laughs> who just did math <laughs> 
Yay. <laughs> anyway. Because uh, he's an artist. So, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, we're 14 years after yes. the TriStar debacle. Right. But nobody's, no, as far as I know, nobody left the theater and went, man, that CGI was terrible. So I think that, it, you know, if you look at what Legendary Pictures has done, just with Wrath of the Titans and yeah. Clash of the Titans, they True. do their monsters pretty well. True. I mean, the best parts about Clash of the Titans to me were the the scorpions mm-hmm. and the kraken. Definitely. The kraken didn't get enough screen time. No. As far as I was concerned, but uh, if I was that kraken, I would have been really mad with my manager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he probably got a lump sum. Yeah. So anyway, I, I really I really have high hopes for them to be able to do Godzilla well. It's more about the design to me, and it's more about the behavior. So if Legendary Pictures is still interested, I think that they would get a pretty good turnout for it. Right, which I guess, truth be told, it it has a lot to do with then how well how well Wrath of the Titans does. It might. I mean, that that could certainly factor into it, because that is... You know, that is giant monsters. That is people coming. I mean, yeah, it's other stuff too. And and they've got to figure that. But you know, they're not going to make, they're not going to make a Godzilla movie that's just a giant monster movie. There's going to be other stuff happening, much in the way that right. plenty of our Godzilla movies do. But Well, I think that the big, the big barrier right now is that from, from a fan's perspective, from someone who's just looking at what's come out, it seems to me that right now, and this has been happening, good lord, for the past year and a half, at least. The script has been passed from writer to writer to writer to writer. And now, like, I think the last big news was that it was, um, oh, man, I can't remember his name. He worked on the Batman stuff. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was some, it was a, a fairly well-known guy, and he was working on it. And then just recently, they said he's not working on it anymore. And it's like, oh. Really, right. you're passing it off to another person, Which, and at this point, I would rather them just start over from complete scratch than than try and reuse anything from like the first guy. Dave, yeah. I want to say Dave Callahan. I don't know if that's right. Right, because well, usually when you end up with one of those scripts that's been passed through a dozen hands, one those are the ones that typically end up getting shelved and and don't see the light of day. When they do see the light of day, you end up with something that's very disjointed. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't matter how many how many editors you have go through it, how many people try and smooth out the seams, you just can't you, you can't change the fact that you've had that many different writing styles and creative minds working on something and it yeah. just becomes a big blob of confusing styles. All right. Take a letter, Heather. Just kidding. <laughs> dear <have> no <laughs> yeah, dear legendary pictures. My name is Kyle Yount. I run a fairly popular Godzilla podcast. I am willing to work for barely anything as a creative consultant for your Godzilla film. Sincerely, big time Godzilla fan. Do you think that would work? Maybe. <laughs> I don't want them to screw it up. I know. Uh, and, and really, at this point, I'm I'm most concerned with the script. You know, and it would... And it, I the guess, lack thereof, really. Right, and I guess uh, this kind of kind of segues into our next topic here but um you know idw has been very very open and uh and 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 considerate with the fans and with their concerns and their thoughts and their questions 
And I think legendary pitchers could really take a page from them. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, you know, it's like, hey guys, um, we like Godzilla, but you you like 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 Godzilla, so maybe you could help us out with what we're doing wrong. Yeah. And admittedly, that would be a floodgate that would be hard to close, and there would be a lot that would be really unhelpful, I'm sure. But oh, yeah, I think I honestly think that a core group of Honestly, same, I mean, the, the term creative consultant really applies here. I think it's core group of creative consultants who would essentially be people who really know the Godzilla license and, you know, can sit there and talk about, like, what makes Godzilla movies Godzilla movies. Right. And, and make sure that Legendary Pictures is following some kind of format. I mean, right. there's a wide, wide ocean of Godzilla stuff to pick out, right. you know, and well, um, it's it would just be silly for them to ignore everything that the Japanese have done. Right. Well, and, you know, for that matter, with the, you know, the creative consultants, I mean, you could even you could even pull in some I mean, you know, I don't want to call my husband a schlub, but, you know, I mean, pull in somebody that is that, it, you know, that's a Godzilla fan, but not, you know, a Godzilla fan, you know, somebody that's like, oh, I like the stuff, but I, I couldn't really tell you anything about it. Right. And he could sit there and say, well, you know, I watch a lot of movies and I watch I watch Godzilla movies and I can tell you what kind of stuff I like about them. Hey, Heather, you know? stop trying to lobby to get Justin involved <laughs> in the legendary picture. <laughs> Your first petition failed. And I think this new <laughs> one is not going to do any better. It's just, uh, you know, just using him as an example. That's all. Just No, um, I, I think that I mean, it's because just, you you don't want to pull just you know Jack and Jill off the street who are gonna you know pick their nose and go you know I like it when I guess I you know I I don't know what I'm trying I know, like I'm it when Maria Patillo kisses Matthew Broderick right who's Maria Patillo <laughs> she <laughs> she's the blonde chick from the TriStar um the american godzilla film oh, okay fascinating um <laughs> no so not at all so not you at say, all fascinating um i yeah i still i apparently have done a really good job of blocking that one out of my mind <laughs> well done yeah well um done. but you know but i mean people that are casual fans that can say you know i can't tell you the science behind it or how they build the suits or who was in that suit or, or yeah. any of that. That's but I can tell I'm you what about, I like though. about it. No, no, no. I know. But I mean, you're saying, you know, get a bunch, you know, get a bunch of, 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 you know, real Godzilla fans that tell them like, this is what works. But it's like, you know, they might freak out and be like, well, okay, that means we might have like a hundred thousand people come out for the movie, you know? So, I mean, and I think that's probably a lot of their concern is that mm-hmm. if they stay real true to the Japanese films, do they end up, do they end up risking making a very successful failure? Right. And I don't think that anybody, first off, I don't think anybody Godzilla fans wise wants the movie to fail. They want the movie to come out and be a success. Even if it's just a one shot film, like they want, I would imagine, and I have not polled anyone. Hmm. I would imagine that Godzilla fans want America to create something cool memorable and that holds up over the years if you were to watch the tristar godzilla now blah don't make me it uh, that's it don't we're pausing now. this and i'm making you watch the tristar oh I wait don't i don't it. own it i don't so. want to watch it again <laughs> i want to watch it either watch. uh but it's it doesn't hold up very well and you know 
was, there were problems with the story. There are problems with the character development and undevelopment. And there are problems. One of the biggest problems in that film for me, which is why I like don't own it in my collection, which I, you know, why I can't stand the film. And while I don't actually consider it to be a Godzilla film, even though they brought him into final wars and stuff. Deep breath. Deep, deep breath. Uh, the reason is that that monster does not act like Godzilla. Godzilla, he's a badass. It's true. There's not a single one of those films where Godzilla gets hit with rockets and runs away. <laughs> what? And Godzilla doesn't accidentally bump into buildings and knock them, knock walls down. He smashes through stuff, you know? Knocks things over on purpose because they're in his way. It's in his way. Yeah. Godzilla's so, got places to be, people. And to, to be perfectly honest, the fact that they had those two attributes for the TriStar Godzilla pretty much ruined it for me. Right. So I think that I think that, that legendary I can see pictures. The point for them doing that. Like, I can't, you know, like a lot of, most of the time I can sort of you know pull a devil's advocate and sort of figure oh, out oh i could why. devil's advocate that really oh yeah mm. he's just a misunderstood creature mm. he's just an animal you know it's ridiculous but at the same time i understand where they're going with it that's why i think when you I, know, like, animals animals fight though when they get when they get scared and when they get yeah. when they get attacked they usually well I when mean, they're backed into a corner they do and that did happen in the right. film you know they did sort of back anyway yeah why are we still talking about this sorry. movie anyway sorry uh yes i think right now i'm still hopeful that it happens but at this point i'm i'm sort of dead center in the in the middle of like being hopeful or being upset about it it's just i don't know how they can possibly i think they would have to rewrite the entire thing and start from scratch i and, would hope they would and and just yeah, just yeah. build on something, you know, and get something, get a good concept off the ground and then take it from there. But, you know, here's a thought. Why don't they bring in some of these crafty, clever comic book writers that have been having some success with Godzilla and mm. and have them help them out with, with a write-up of a storyline? I would not be Creative opposed to that. consultants, if you would. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think the issue there is that, you know, who's measuring the success there because the the IDW series and I I we could maybe ask this of the IDW guys, but the I think the IDW series has had varying degrees of success. Their Legends series has been pretty awesome, mm-hmm. which is just five individual one-shots. Right. And only four of them have come out so far. Right. Oh, no, wait, excuse oh, me. Oh. Issue 5 came out this week. Oh. I haven't read it yet. Um, I'm a bad fan. I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, very busy. Very busy guy. Anyway, um, and then uh, Kingdom of Monsters. I don't know if you know this, Heather, but Kingdom of Monsters has essentially been canceled. Now, having said that, and I hope I don't butcher his name. This is this is the episode for butchering names, though, I guess. Hey. Jason Charmarella, sure. I think is his name. He was the person writing the last mm, six... I think or so issues of the, of the book. Mm -hmm. I really thought that what he was doing with the book was good. He was definitely trying to take it in a direction that still continued down Eric Powell's path of destruction. Mm -hmm. But 
he was focusing more on uh he was focusing more on you know the the characters that were left and um you know what humanity was going to have to do mm-hmm. and i i actually when i read the last issue i was like ah oh, man it's just getting good <laughs> you know um but it still uh, you know then gangsters and goliaths was the other mini series right um and yeah i mean i would love to see some comic book authors get get their due in the in the field for writing movies mm-hmm. but i don't know i don't know how well comic a godzilla comic book would uh would no i'm not saying how well a godzilla comic book would translate into a live action adaptation but i don't know how well uh comic book authors translate to feature film authors screenwriters i guess i guess i'm just saying that there's you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of authors, a lot of writers there that were very excited about the source material mm-hmm. that certainly had, you know, a lot of ideas, a lot of plans that maybe aren't going to pan out now for them. Right. At least at this time. And so there's a lot of raw material there that, you know, if if they are, you know, if if Legendary is sitting there going, but we have to keep the original script because it's all we have we don't know how to make a godzilla movie well you know there's a lot of people out there with a lot of material bouncing around in their brain and you don't have to keep scraping the bottom of the barrel for what you already got yeah and i don't know if they are keep i mean i let's just let me back that up for a second i know that for the first three screenwriters that were involved they were trying to keep some semblance of the first draft i guess you could say i don't know what's where it's at right now and that's the issue that is the big issue with this legendary pictures as far as like um putting out information okay so listeners if you can hear the train in the background that's a treat because the train (laughs) the actual train the max goes by here that's our public transportation system that goes by here all the time i hear that all the time but the actual trains with the horns it's a rarity. Are you going to fill that in later with an actual train noise? Or are you just going to keep your... My wonk? Well, I'm going to keep my wonk, wonk. <laughs> my Gunther noise. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm getting off topic. I really I really think that uh, Legendary Pictures can do a good job. I just am skeptical at this point that they're going to take take the, the project in a direction that um, anyone's going to like at this point. Agreed. And I just... Like I said, I just think that it's going to be a matter of if it, I I don't know. I guess maybe I don't think it's going to see the light of day. I I think it's either going to get shelved because they're going to run out of writers to put it through the hands of, or they're going to realize how much money they've already thrown at it with, you know, with, uh, you know, between the writers and, and between, I'm sure they've been having, you know, some concept art and that sort of thing. So no concept art. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Secret, secret, Nobody's seen anything. That's, that's the one of the issues is like you know some people there's a term no news is good news yeah i don't think i would agree with that for this particular project you know i think there should be some kind of news out there usually in the early stages a lot of money gets thrown at you know writers and 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 all of that and i just think that with how many people they've gone through already they're gonna they're gonna shelve it they're just gonna they're just gonna look at it and go Maybe maybe another time, guys. But we have spent too much money on this. Let's yeah. let's make another let's make another Titans movie. 
wait a minute, they just did that. Anyway, uh, this is a perfect opportunity for us to just kind of click over to the second part of this, which is um, Nicholas asked uh, if I'd rather see that or a traditional Toho Godzilla film. Um, I think the answer to that is always yes, isn't it? No. Really? Really. For me, at this point in Godzilla's career, I... uh, Are you trying to retire him? I no, I'm not trying to retire Godzilla. I just don't I don't see the need like Toho was making, you know, a Godzilla film every year, you know. And the production time for a Godzilla film is so short. Um I mean, it's less than a year. And there's I just don't I don't like the fact that Toho's like Godzilla is our cash cow and we have to we have to have a brand new Godzilla film every year and he has to debut for this film festival. And you know, it's just sort of like it's saying, Hey, we need to do this at this time and we're just going to make it happen as opposed to let's take our time with it and make something really awesome. You actually just freaked me out a little bit that like Toho agents would come crashing through the walls, like right at that moment that (laughs) (laughs) shut us down. Gulp. Um, I'm not afraid of Disney. <laughs> I'm not afraid of Disney. I am definitely afraid of Toho, though. <laughs> I am terrified of Disney. Are you kidding me? I didn't mean that at all. Disney, I bow down to your superior strength and might. <laughs> Go Avengers! Uh, anyway, um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I would like to see another Godzilla movie come out of out of Japan. I just want them to take their time and do it right and not rush it. And that's sort of how I feel. Like. I feel like the entire Millennium series was just, in a sense, rushed into production where some more time could have been taken with every single step of the process. And um, except for the fact that their last film bombed like crazy. Godzilla Final Wars cost more money than any Godzilla film to make. And it just did not even, I don't even think it made its its money back in uh, domestic ticket sales. Uh, I don't know how it did worldwide, but it's, it's a, it's a failure for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's, it's a perfect example of how just because somebody is a hot new writer in, in the land of the rising sun doesn't mean, or a director doesn't mean that they are a good match for Godzilla. And Toho has to focus on finding a good match for Godzilla, not just, not just a match for the, the script and a match for a director, but like a match for everything really. Man, Heather's pouring a beer. It sounds so good. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, but, I mean, that's honestly... And now I can hear it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this episode is brought to you by beer. Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Except he's not, because it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. Good thing we ate beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I, that's the answer to your question, Nicholas, is... Um, I don't actually think that I'd rather see a Toho film. I would just rather see a good film. And that's and I guess the that's end of fair. that chapter. I guess that's fair. Uh, and then uh, we we touched on it a minute ago. IDW has a brand new Godzilla series that they're announcing because uh, that they've announced because um, Kingdom of Monsters has been retired effectively. Uh, and this brand new series is called Godzilla. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's good. Bobby Kernow is the, um, I guess he's sort of in charge of the project 
And I'm um, looking up the information right now as to who it is that's going to be on the series. Unfortunately, I, I know one of the names and I just don't know how to um, pronounce it. Butchery! It's Dwayne Swerzyniski, I think. And art by Simon Gain, which is funny, uh, Heather, every time I read the word Simon Gain, like my brain goes, Gail Simone! <laughs> which is not that funny, but... <laughs> It's funny to me. Anyway. A little a little reversal there in your head. Is that the A little bit, yeah. 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 I'm not dyslexic, but my brain is is sees gain and Simon and those two words and it just like goes Gil Simone. Gil Simone's a writer, you guys. And she's awesome. She is awesome. Anyway, this new series uh is just called Godzilla. And it starts, I believe, the last week of May. I want to say May twenty third. Starts in May, definitely starts in May, uh, and as as like everything else that comes out from IDW, I'll be picking everything up. Right. So I highly suggest you go to your uh, your comic book shop, your local comic book store, your LCBS, and uh, pre order yeah pre order Godzilla if you if you don't already have a standing order to put all of the Godzilla in your box. <laughs> that didn't come out quite right but that's okay uh anyway uh if you are not a member or if you're not a visitor of the idw forums which are found at forum.idwpublishing.com you can get a pretty good idea of some of the um some of the concept stuff that they're talking about in this one post in the godzilla and toho monsters section uh, it's called Hello from a Godzilla Editor, New Series Announcement. And that is uh, Bobby's post where he's posted an amazingly gorgeous picture of the GMK-style Godzilla by Art Adams. Uh, and it looks just absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, um, you know what? <laughs> it is really pretty. It's ridiculously it nice. Is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, that is all we really have time for. <laughs> it's true. Those are our topics of conversation. Uh, we've already been recording for an hour. So now we have to kind of wrap up the show. Um, should I go into local events or should I go into those last three things there? Let's go into local events. Okay. <clears throat> local events. Local events. Uh, this weekend is WonderCon. Boo! In Anaheim. That was my alarm telling me that we're oh, we're out of time. Suck it. Sorry, everybody. WonderCon. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yes, WonderCon is this weekend in Anaheim, California. No, I'm sorry. Don't suck it. Hi to all of our friends who work for various places that are down there. We hope you have a great con. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, we can't be there. Suck it. Uh, IDW is going to be there and Things yes. for Another World are going to be there. I know. And Elizabeth's down there and I'm sure Andrew's down there and all kinds of other people that we enjoy. Yes, but we're not, unfortunately. And we're super sad about it. Couldn't make it happen. I'm actually extremely sad about it because, uh, well, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think if I haven't already told you. <laughs> Back to local events, though, hey. you guys. Back to local events. That wasn't uh, even local. How did they I get know. on there? I just was in there. It was in there. Damn it, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Apologies. Uh, on the 17th, Saturday, the 17th, at 9.30 a.m. Which is basically early for comic book geeks. And and me too. Yeah. Uh, the Art of the Brick opens at OMSI. That's a limited six-week run 
all about Legos. And uh, I don't know exactly what's going to be there, but um, Tiger really likes Legos. So My I might guess go to is that. Legos? Uh, maybe. Might be some Legos there. I know there's some Lego sculptures that are going to be there. You know, some impressive Lego sculptures, I should say. <clears throat> that same day, the 17th, at 2 p.m. at the Hollywood Theater, they're showing... The NeverEnding Story. That's right. I'm singing the NeverEnding Story theme song. The original NeverEnding Story, people. Not that... Um, there was only one. Ignore me. I'm sorry, Kyle. There was only one. Never mind. There was only one. No, there's a sequel. Shh. No. Oh, are you saying that because yeah. the sequel sucks? Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I was upsetting you because you had by bringing it up. So I was trying to reassure you that it was going to be okay. And there's only one. Falcor! <laughs> anyway. Uh, Atreyu! <clears throat> well done. That was at 2 p.m. at the Hollywood Theater. Then the next night at the, at the Hollywood Theater as well is the season finale of The Walking Dead, put on by Court at Fatboy. Right. and which is free things for, from another world yes which is uh free uh, it's a 21 and older show but show starts at 9 p.m yeah, they just play they play the show live as it airs so you've got commercials and everything which if you've never gone to something like that is really something to experience because you've got you know silence for the show and then commercial break comes and the entire <laughs> the, the entire theater erupts. just yeah just turns into this you know tittering twittering little churning ball of noise that quickly falls back to silence once the show <laughs> comes back on it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun it's just a little far for us to go but true but true. i recommend it if you're well, we in the saw area season one every weekend yes yeah which was crazy but anyway uh on the 20th of this month that's another geek trivia 7 p.m at the kennedy school that'd be tuesday tuesday yes indeed uh followed the next day by nope not the next day it's actually the same day i wrote that down wrong oh 7 30 p.m at the hollywood theater i believe is the mean streets hosted by david walker david walker is on the court and fat boy show as well uh every tuesday actually and so he's going to be busy showcasing some uh yes he's gonna have a busy day (laughs) he's gonna be showcasing i think local portland filmmakers i believe is what it is low budget filmmaker stuff don't quote me on that David doesn't listen to the show, so I'm not really worried about it. But uh, if if he happens to be listening to it, hi, Dave. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we, we love your work. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on the Kaiju Cast in 2010. Anyway, on the 22nd <laughs> at 7 p.m., this one sounds like fun. At the Thirsty Lion downtown, uh, they're going to have an all Star Trek pub quiz. And, uh, you know, just like Geek Trivia, except it's uh, all Star Trek. And guess who's going to be there? The Trek in the Park guys, that's right. And gals. Oh, and gals, yeah. I would assume. I don't know, though. It just said Trek in the Park. Peeps. Trek in the Park peeps will be there. Trek in the Park peeps, we're going to be helping out with that pub quiz. Yes. And then uh, also, not not last, but next to last, <laughs> on Sunday the 25th <laughs> at 7 p.m., the video game quiz show at Ground Control. You know, Heather, I've been going to Ground Control a lot more recently. For some reason, I've gone like four times in the past four months. It's are a little you, crazy. Are you trying to say that at Geek Trivia, you're going to step up and play the games? At Geek Trivia? No. 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 I played Mortal Kombat at Ground Control. I died in 30 seconds. Yeah. I don't like that game. No. Not no. to mention, I don't think you can play those games on the stand-up consoles and still be ready for them on the little in, kind of console that Bobby has there. Yeah, no. 
I've actually considered looking on like eBay to try and get one of those for Justin so he can actually have it. Yes. Because he said it doesn't matter what kind of, you know, what he, what he practices on. It's just not that. I will throw down some money for that if you want me to. Yeah. I will help with that. Right on. Our plot is Too bad his birthday is until September. Hmm. Damn you Libras. That's right. I'm speaking to everybody in this room too. So I'm not a Libra. (sighs) Nice try. What? I'm a Virgo. Oh. September. I'm in September too. Yeah. Damn you, September birthdays. There you go. Okay. Anyway. Now um, we all learned a little bit about. <laughs> about everybody. <laughs> Wee. Uh, but the video game quiz show is, uh, my understanding, a lot of fun. I haven't made it out. I have been asked kindly to attend, but I've never made it because once again, far away. Uh, but it is run by the lovely Seacrest and uh, he he loves he loves <laughs> to be hated and uh and and in, encourages you to bring it at the at the game show quiz so. yeah no it seems it seems like it's a lot of fun yeah hi seacrest you probably don't listen that's but. fine that's fine hi buddy <laughs> and then this is the last local event to talk about because it's not local to portland but it's local to seattle and even though i'm frustrated with not getting a press pass we still love you emerald city comic con and that is <laughs> happening from the 30th of march through the first of april no fooling no fooling no heather <laughs> you are hilarious it's true uh that is uh in seattle washington and it uh, i really really cannot stress that how much more awesome this show gets every year it's true i i've never really been excited about the celebrity guests before but this year i'm kind of in pooping my pants mode yeah about it it's pretty much spectacularly awesome lineup of people and and what's even better is it it just it's one of those shows that all of the artists and writers and celebrities and everything all really look forward to yeah i mean everyone that i've seen post about it talk about it heard them say anything seen them write anything it's a show they look forward to it's not one of those ones that they feel obligated to go to because of course they have to be there because of what it is but it's one that they genuinely look forward to because apparently the people that put it together are lovely folks and Seattle welcomes them with open arms and, yeah. and you know, we're awesome and we're there every year too. So I'm sure they look forward to that. They may not realize it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. Right. <laughs> uh, I will say that the, the one major difference between Seattle comic-con and WonderCon, aside from the size of it, yes, is that WonderCon seems much more and media i love focused? i love WonderCon, but it seems much more media focused yes yeah. it's like instead of it just being like hey there's a dc booth hey there's a marvel booth it's like look at the green lantern stuff right for dc you know yes and uh uh there are a lot less of the um sneak peek movies and stuff like that although they have had some which admittedly, I mean, if you're DC and you've got, you know, okay, guys, they gave us like 2,000 square feet. Um, oh, uh, how about a giant Green Lantern? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay, because yeah. that's but, you know, the, a lot of space to fill. Yeah, but Emerald City doesn't really have that. I mean, no, they, it no, almost they don't. seems like they have limitations based off of that. Like, I think the most any one group could do would be like um, sort of like a little block where they'd have like four booths normally or six right. booths normally. Yeah. And uh, I think that really helps out. I mean, it's kind of nothing's overwhelming. 
you know, the only overwhelming thing is the crowd, in yeah. my opinion. And that's on usually just on Saturdays. Right. Well, and, you know, it's a, this is, this is definitely a bittersweet year for me because I love, I love going to WonderCon. I go to WonderCon every year. My family's from the Bay Area. So it's one of those trips that I get a really, I get a really fantastic dual purpose visit in that I get to go and I get to spend time with my family. They come out to the con. We spend, you know, at least one of the days where we're all at the con together. And, you know, and my family is like, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty geeky, but they're not like super into all this stuff like I am, but they just, you know, they thoroughly enjoy it and they thoroughly enjoy being there with me while I enjoy it. So it's really, really upsetting on like a number of fronts for me that it is that it is down in Anaheim this year. So that really just makes me look forward to Seattle all the more to Emerald city. Cause I am, uh, I am missing out on my other favorite con this year. So I really need Emerald city to come through and warm the cockles of my heart. Cause, cause wonder con has, uh, raked it over the coals. Oh, Heather. <laughs> I think, uh, I think once again, I think wonder, uh, yeah, once again, I think Emerald City is going to be a fantastic show this year. I agree. Um, I'm not going to go into all the panels and stuff that I'm going to go to because that would just be weird. But uh, we're going. Yes. And um, yeah, that was the last event. Actually, that's a perfect segue to that one on the right there. Oh, yeah. Um, because we're going to be going to Emerald City and we're going to be in Seattle. Yes. I mentioned this in the episode where Jeff and I drove up to Seattle. Uh, we're going to have our listener party for sure. And we're going to bring the recording equipment up. And if you come out to the listener party, I would love to sit down and do a little interview with you. And, you know, it'll be sort of like a fan expose or something. <laughs> All of that and more. Yeah, it's uh, it should be fun. You know, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll find a place really close to the convention center to go eat and we'll make a reservation for yes. that. <laughs> uh, we did uh, not. We did not last year. No. And we kind of suffered for it. But yeah. um, if you are interested in uh, being part of this listener party, uh, drop me a line, send me an email to controller at kaijucast.com and uh, make the subject say Seattle listener party. And uh, I'll make sure to include you on the communique. I know for a fact we're going we're gonna to have a few people there, that, so it should be fun. And all of the kaiju casters will be there too. It's true. Should be good. We need rings. <laughs> Actually. Activate. You know what we might have? T-shirts? We might have some T-shirts. The Kaiju cast people might have some T-shirts. Right. Now, here's the deal with the with the T-shirts that we'll be wearing. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to make some T-shirts available, but um, I can't post them on the internet. Uh-uh. I can't... Uh, I can't email out um, any kind of... Uh, nope. Any kind of uh, graphics. Let's just say that's that's the deal. Uh, if you trust me enough to have to create an awesome Kaiju Cast T-shirt, uh, send me an email and let me know, and I'll send you some details. Which you should trust in people because I've seen some of the concept art. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a Kaiju. It's gonna say Kaiju Cast on it, and it'll just be a one-sided T-shirt just on the front. It will be actually screen printed, so. While I could point everybody to a Zazzle or Cafe Press shirt site, um, this will be, these are the real deal, and they will not be expensive. They will be as cheap as I can possibly make them. 
So if you're interested in that, you know, send me an email and I'll give you some of the details. And if you want to buy a t-shirt, I'll let you know when you have to pay by. The designs are awesome. Thank you very much. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, unfortunately that's the way I have to do it. So yeah. <laughs> Toho be praised. Uh, yeah. Shh. Uh, and then the last thing, the last like sort of housekeeping task that I wanted to bring up is that, uh, we did, I did upload the commentary for Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidra, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. And, uh, it is available at commentaries.kaijucast.com. And I would very much appreciate it if, uh, if you listen to it and let me know your thoughts. It was the first one. So when I listen to it, although the audio sounds great, cause, uh, I have all this great equipment now. It's a little, you know, it's a little dry in spaces. So I, I know there's some parts that could be improved upon. I know I could do a little more research beforehand. And I did a lot of research before. I was going to say that actually movie. sounds like the opposite of making it less dry. But okay. <laughs> well, that's why we have that's why we have multiple people doing it. But that's why you need me. And actually, I will claim yeah. to do the research and I won't. <laughs> no, no. You, we just have one voice. That's the the dry research of the movie this factor does in this did you not have your clothespin for your nose is that what is that what the yeah, problem you yeah. needed your clothespin i had my nose. glasses on i said well actually and godzilla monster he pushed his glasses up for that people. i did not actually have glasses on <laughs> but anyway um those uh i was going to do a poll for the next commentary but um i think actually i know what it's going to be i think we're going to do king kong versus godzilla I think that's going to be the next commentary and we'll have that available. Let's just say we'll have that available before the end of April. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we'll say. Um, <clears throat> I don't really have anything else to go over. Okay. Uh, Shall we wrap it up? Oh, we've got the, did we mention, did we, when's the Hollywood movie? Hollywood uh, theater. Oh, I haven't mentioned that yet because I'm still, month? yeah, I'm still talking to Dan about that. So, okay. Never mind. I, I did on, on Facebook today. I said, Hey, local people, make sure you put April 24th down on your calendars, block that out. But, um, I guess that, that applies to people in Seattle and people in the surrounding areas. Right. When do we record again? Uh, we'll record again at the end of the month before Emerald city for our, for Daikaiju discussion okay. for Gamera versus Giron. So when do people need to have their homework in for that by then? Thanks. Uh, I believe I mentioned that in the last episode. Well, I was just trying <clears throat> to get your housekeeping and, uh, here in order. I believe I said it has to be in before the 25th. Okay. So we'll be recording around the 25th or 26th or something like that. Okay. Fingers crossed. Just Finger, fingers crossed. Uh, anyway, so that's that's our next Dykehydro discussion episode. Uh, make sure that if you want to send in your thoughts, questions, and reviews about Gamera versus Giron, you send them to controller at kaijucast.com with the subject of Daikaiju discussions. Um, yeah, we are going to wrap this up because yeah, we're at uh, hour and 17 right now. If you found the Kaiju cast through iTunes or some other podcast directory, and you want to experience all the awesomeness that is kaijucast.com, point your browsers there. Just go right to kaijucast.com in your browser of choice and uh, check out everything that we have. We have the full list of Daikaiju discussion films. We have all of the episodes available. Oh, you know what I just did, Heather? I just made a page that has links to every single uh, podcast. So every single podcast on one page. Nice. Ta-da. Uh, if, uh, and it's got a little tiny little summary of each one, too. Nicely so, done. Um, I thought that would be helpful. 
Anyway, uh, once again, if you want to get in touch with me for anything, be it, say, T-shirt order information or a Dekaiju discussion submission or just to tell us how you like the show, you can send me an email, controller at kaijucast.com, and I'd be happy to uh, read that and hopefully get back to you. I'm a little behind in the emails, so apologies. I've sort of loaded up my plate with way too much stuff right now, uh, and I'm going to try and fix that within the next two months. Um, the What else do I say here? Hmm. Oh, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Yeah. I've been trying to use those more. Those things. Um so you can find that facebook.com slash kaijucast and twitter.com at kaijucast i guess is how you say that you are yeah and um yeah that's about it we're gonna wrap up the show with the final request of the evening uh we are going to play a request oh man i don't have who it's here from Hey, vamp for me for a second, Heather, while hey. I figure out who, who requested this. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so you can find you can find uh, the KaijuCast Twitter at KaijuCast. Uh, I am at Joker's Girl. Oh, right, right, right. I don't, um, I don't tweet a lot about the monsters, but I do some. And when we do the live tweets, which we haven't done in a while, but... We kind of killed that. Well, I had some complaints about it. Oh, really? And it's hard to do because if you're watching a subtitled film, it's just... There's a lot going it's on. It's like, oh, man, I've m- basically missed all this stuff. Um, ah, yes. Okay. I got it now. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, f- feel free to follow Heather. Sure. At Joker's Girl. One word. Yep. Obviously. Um, the last song is the Jet Jaguar theme, and this is for Ben. And... Uh, Having said all that, we're going to see you later this month. Jamata. Jamata.